4: The following program is sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries.
5: That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866 to be on the air Bible Talks with Pastor Emery Moss. Welcome to the program, another Bible Talk program, where I want to say at the outset, I am not trying to offend anyone, anybody, okay? I'm not trying to offend any religions, any philosophy. My job is to discuss these things and to uh, examine them, okay, and to separate truth from error, okay? Uh, But definitely, in my criticisms, uh, never think that I do this out of a spirit of attack. It's a spirit of dialogue. And after all, the Bible does say the truth will set you free. What are we going to talk about today? Well, we're going to talk about a scripture, maybe a number of them, that makes some folks very, very angry, and uh, see what you can do with it, right? See what you can do with it. There is a group. It is a world religion that has a lot of problems with a statement in Scripture. Uh, And to answer this, of course, we have to go to the Word of God to see what it says. Because when someone says something about God, it's either right or it's wrong, it's either biblical or it is not. So that's what we're going to be dealing with today. So get ready, and at the same time... Don't let me hog the show. Any question you have, any inquiry you have about the Word of God is welcome on this program. All you've got to do is call that number, area code 866-423-9578. That's area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emory Moss and one of the most politest guys I know. Marcus will take your call and you'll be on the air. I can't snap my fingers real good, but just like that here on the Bible Truck program today. But let us get into the controversy. And the controversy starts with a common verse of Scripture uh, that pretty much, I would imagine, most Christians know. Usually, this becomes our introductory verse into uh, Christianity. Many people uh, uh, receive this Scripture uh, when they get saved. Over in John chapter 3, John chapter 3, and verse 16, look at this, it says, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Notice this, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life goes on to say, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believes on him is not condemned, but he that believes not is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, that light has come into the world, and men love darkness, men love... Do- is, that light is... Love, love darkness rather than light. Got kind of tongue twisted. Yeah. That men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Yeah. For everyone that doeth evil hates the light, neither comes unto the light. Least his deeds should be reproved. Yeah. So, salvation comes about by believing in Jesus Christ who is the Son of God. That's what the Scripture says. Yeah. Uh, our most uh, traditional witnessing verse, John three sixteen and following, lets us know that Jesus is the Son of God, not only that, the only begotten Son of God. The Greek word for that only begotten, monogenus means one of a kind, okay? He is a unique Son in that sense, okay? For us as Christians, we've accepted it, okay? We believe the Bible. We are born again by believing in Jesus Christ, that He rose from the dead, that He died on the cross for our sins, and that he is the unique and only begotten Son of God. However, there's another group, another group, that uh, takes, uh, let us say, they don't take it too kindly when they hear us talking about Jesus being the Son of God. Which group? Well, let me read it to you, right? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578 area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, where uh, this statement will make it pretty clear. Perhaps no Christian concept draws so violent a reaction among Muslims than that of Jesus as the only begotten Son of God. Now to that, she asks the question, well, why? Why is this? Okay. Uh, that Jesus is the only begotten Son of God. This raises red flags immediately because Muslims understand. Here's the problem that Muslims have. This raises red flags immediately because Muslims understand the words in a grossly anthropomorphic way, okay? Evangelical Christians, likewise, would be offended to hear what Muslims think Think they hear in this term. In other words, Muslims are hearing something in this term that we don't mean, that Christians never teach. But they believe, this is what we believe, and, uh, and then they believe that we're getting this from the Bible. All right? So now it's very important for us to clear away this, uh, this misunderstanding. And this misunderstanding must be cleared away if you are witnessing to Muslims. That's right. If you're going to witness to them, be ready. Because this is one of the things that they're going to bring up, right? Uh, and let's go a little further. The King James Version refers to Christ as the only begotten Son of God. Okay. John 1, 18, we saw also here John 3:16. However, Muslim scholars often misconstrue this in a fleshy, carnal sense of someone who literally begots children. To begat, to them, implies the biggest physical act of sexual intercourse. That's right. To Muslims, this verse that we, we use all the time in witnessing, bringing people to Christ, to them, to beget implies the physical act of sexual intercourse. This, they believe, and Christians agree, is absurd. We agree with that. No place, no, no place in Orthodox Christian theology do we preach that God actually had a sexual relationship with the Virgin Mary <laughs> to produce Jesus. We don't teach that. Okay? Mormons go a little too far in their you know, uh, uh, discussions that God is a man and this sort of thing. They go, uh, they delve into that, Mormons do, but uh, in terms of us, no. Yes, Mormons do teach that the Father, okay, actually was, you know, uh, was a man, man who becomes God, and had sex with the Virgin Mary. Okay? But here in Christianity, we don't teach that at all. Okay? So, and that would be just as ab- abhorrent to us as it is to Muslims, right? So, to beget implies. The physical act of sexual intercourse. This, they believe, and Christians agree, is absurd. God's the spirit with no body. As the Islamic scholar scholars uh, have contended, he does not beget because begetting is an animal act. It belongs to the lower animal act of sex. So you can see here that this is a term that we've got to make sure is understood when we're dealing with Muslims, okay? But how do you do it? How do you do it? Because the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Son of God. So, therefore, and then it says he was begotten. So if this is not talking about sexual intercourse, my friends, uh, please bear with me. If this is not talking about sexual intercourse, then what does it mean? And what helps us in the Bible to understand that what the Muslims Um, uh, say about this. Their ideas of this are absolutely wrong. Number to call? Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. How can you be a son of God and that didn't come about by uh, some kind of sexual reproduction? What would you say How would you answer it? Better yet, where would you go in the Bible to show Muslims that what they are saying that we believe is not what we believe? Where in the scriptures would you take them and what would you show them? If you know, if you think you know, give us a call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the Uh, air here with uh, Pastor Moss on the Bible Talk program, once again, that number, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with me, and if you have questions about anything else, you can talk about it as well. Ultimately, even though I prepare for every program, the show is yours. So all you've got to do is call with your own uh, biblical uh, questions, and they will be discussed on this particular program that is what All right. We got a we got a caller. Gary from Holly, how you doing, buddy?
6: Uh yes, uh this is Gary. Uh-huh. Can you can you hear me? I sure can. Oh, okay. You're talking about uh Jesus de- declaring himself that he's well number one on John he says I I and my father are one. Uh Number one, uh, the Bible says he came unto the Jews and they would not receive him because they were looking for a military leader to overthrow the Romans. They weren't looking for a Messiah that would uh, ruin people's uh, spiritual life. So Jesus was declaring who he was, and they didn't really know who he was. But in the prophecy of David and the other things, it tells that that the Messiah would would be the Son of God. Uh, Here's a point I want to bring out. Jesus was... Called the Son of Man and the Son of God. I want to see if I have this right. Uh, the Spirit of God was in Jesus when he was born, correct?
5: Was it? Yeah. yeah. I, would, I, would, I, would so. I would say so. I would say so.
6: So is this right? He's the only man that was full of the Holy Ghost?
5: The only man that was filled with the Holy Ghost?
6: Yeah, he's the only man in history that was full of, full of the Holy Ghost.
5: I don't know. The Bible talks about being filled. Everyone who is saved gets filled with the Holy Ghost. But what I need from you, Gary, is this. What I need from you is this. Here's the question, okay? Uh, What does Son of God mean, and how can you show? This is the question on the table, okay? What does the Son of God mean, and how can you show it has nothing to do with sex? Because the, the Muslims maintain, if you're going to talk to them, they maintain that what it means is that there had to be some kind of sexual reproduction going on okay, sex in order for this to happen, and they're saying that we're reducing God to the level of uh, an animal or a human being. That's what you've got to answer, okay? What does Son of God mean? How can you show it has nothing to do with sex?
6: Yeah, Peter said uh, that Jesus, you're the Son of the living God, when, when Jesus was asking who he was. So okay. the, the term Son of God meant Messiah. He was a Messiah from the Old Testament to reveal who he was. He was fully man and fully God, and he came, he came as a man. Oh, I was going to ask you about this. As a man, there's times he spoke as a man. There's other times that God spoke through him. Am I right about that? Because of well, what you're saying is uh,
5: this, yeah, definitely we know that he was fully man and fully God. So, yes, he shared uh, uh, some human capabilities as well. But still, Gary, that skirts around the issue. What you're doing is great in that you're describing the Incarnation, what happened in the Incarnation, that Jesus Christ was fully God and fully man. But the question is that the Muslims ask, and when you're in a discussion with them, you've got to hit it right on point. What does Son of God mean? How can you show it has nothing to do with sex? Because that's what they're maintaining it. You're, you're teaching on uh, the, 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 uh, the, uh, uh, what you're saying about Jesus Christ, is, is very good, get the tape, I'll buy it. But that's not answering that specific question. So I thank you for calling. You had two attempts, but the question on the table, everyone, is what does the Son of God mean? How can you show it has nothing to do with sex? Because regardless, uh, it, with our disagreement with Muslims, and I absolutely disagree with what they say, but still, how do we refute it? Because typically when you say son of something or, or daughter, you know what you're talking about. Somebody came from something through some kind of physical activity, okay? What can we show? What in the Bible can clear this up? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. Going to take a break. Be right back
7: Hey, it's Laura's story. Alaska will truly take your breath away. If you've ever wanted to see grizzlies catching salmon or humpback whales leaping from the water, I hope you'll join Salem Media Group and our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, this summer to experience all this and more as we draw closer to the Creator for seven unforgettable days. Go online to deeperfaithcruise.com. To register worry-free until June 8th, deeperfaithcruise.com.
2: This is Daryl Wood. By now, you've all heard me talk about MyPillow and how it has literally changed the way I sleep. The pillows don't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium MyPillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a Queen Premium MyPillow for $29.98, regularly $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only 5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a queen-size premium, go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listeners square and use the promo code Win. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dreams bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-919- 5912, 800-919- 5912, 800- 919- 5912 and use the promo code RUNTOWIN at checkout.
8: Best sleep in the whole wide world. Visit MyPillow.com Download the free Odyssey.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit, live and on demand. Hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, 1st talk and local sports on WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on odyssey.com today.
5: number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, dealing with an important subject because if you are witnessing to Muslims, you need to be able to handle this, that uh, they have a lot of problems when we say that Jesus Christ is the only begotten Son of God. They take that to mean sexual reproduction. They say that we're reducing God to the level of an animal with that kind of teaching. But what is the truth? What does the Bible really say about it? What does Son of God mean? And uh, how can we show that it has nothing to do with uh, sexual reproduction okay, between God and the Virgin Mary? Wow. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Jamie from Georgia, haven't heard from you in a long time. Girl, I thought you were on vacation. How you doing?
9: Yeah, no, no, I'm not on vacation. I wish, just working hard, Pastor Moss. Uh, You know, it's so funny, I just happen to turn on the, you know, usually I get home kind of late, and I I miss your program sometimes, but... Then I heard what you were talking about, so you know I just had to call in, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> right up your alley. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, you know, certainly this is one of the topics. Is, it just seems like Muslims miss the mark, but they're they're going from their worldview, like you were saying, um, because in the Quran it says that God neither begets or nor is begotten. So, and okay. and they look at that as, as you said, as a physical kind of a relationship that father the the God. You know, that God had with Mary. And so, what I usually try to do is kind of explain to them what Son of God means. And I kind of take them first actually to the Quran, where there's actual certain phrases where it talks about the Quran being the mother of the book. And so I say, well, does that mean that the Quran had, you know, babies? No, it doesn't mean that. Or uh, there's another term that's talking about probably called the Son of God. So, basically, it's talking about that thing happening the same and nature of the thing that it possesses. So, for instance, when I talk about God, you know, I say that Jesus was on God before he came to earth. So, I like, what's the relationship, Is just the Bible speaks of uh, Jesus having that unique relationship with the Father that no one else has. I mean, number one, he has the actual essence, the nature of the Father, you know, he has he existed before uh, before creation, and so I kind of go over certain things with them. You know, he's the agent heir of, uh, of creation, and you know, and those kind of things. So I try to show them that it's it's not a physical relationship; it's a it's a special relationship that he has with the Father because he in himself has the same essence and nature that
5: the Father possesses. Right. Well, I hear you. I hear you. Now, here's the question: You uh, you're, you're uh, running down all this uh, good theology on me, but well, how can you demonstrate that the term "son of God" has nothing to do with sexual reproduction in the text? Can you sh- how uh, how can you show me?
10: Okay, so
9: you mean as far as um, you're saying, as far as Tim being
5: uh, using, you know, in other words, sexual... in our Bible, because of course we're uh-huh. saying that the Bible teaches this, right? So where uh-huh. in the Bible can we demonstrate that the term "son of God" has nothing to do? with sexual reproduction. Because uh, yeah. definitely you're right about what you've said about him uh, the things you were saying about the Son of God from a, mm-hmm. a theological standpoint, but where mm-hmm. in the Bible can we show definitively that Son of God uh, is can be used and have nothing to do at all with any kind of uh, sexual reproduction?
9: Well, I mean, just in the general sense, you know, there are different people who are called sons of God, like angels, for instance, are called sons of God, and we know that angels are not uh, from sexual reproduction. Um, I, I think of uh, some of the, uh, the, the the passages where it goes into um, the angels being spiritual beings, um, you know, like in Psalms, for instance, or Hebrews uh, chapter 1, where it talks about the angels being the sons of God, but obviously they're not, phys- you know, that they're not produced by sexual means. So if you uh, Now, that, that one I'll
5: give you. Now, you're doing good there. In fact, uh, definitely, uh, uh, where you went there was exactly where you needed to go. Now, what comes to my mind is over in Job chapter 38. Uh, okay. And I'm sure you are, uh, have recollection of this uh, scripture as well, uh, where uh, God says, uh, uh, concerning him, uh, Job, because Job, you know, he's trying to show Job that uh, uh, Job wasn't understanding what was going on, so he had to explain to him that he didn't have to, just trust God. But he says here Mm in Job 8, verse 1, Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, Who is this that darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Gird up now thy loins like a man, for I will demand of thee, and answer thou me. Where wast thou when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare it, thou hast understanding. Then he says, Who hath laid the measures thereof? If thou knowest. Who hath stretched the line upon it? Whereupon are the foundations there fastened? Or who laid the cornerstone thereof? Then verse 7, this is what you're talking about. And you got it right on the target here, uh, just to let you know it, Jamie. When the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy. Mm-hmm. Talking about the angels, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they were created beings. Nothing to do with any sex or anything at all. So if son of God can be used of them. In other words, they were sons of God, the angels were, by creation. Now, Jesus, of course, was not. He was fully God and fully man. But, of course, he came in human life. But here we have where sons of God uh, is mentioned, has nothing to do with uh, sex. So I thank you very much. There's another verse that um, we, we need on this, but I'll work somebody else on that one. Do you have any questions? I haven't, haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah.
9: Yeah, well I was gonna say I'm gonna send you something for uh to to get a a recommendation for the Dallas Theological Seminary. I was gonna to try to join and uh get get in class work with that and start on my on my degree.
5: Oh great. Yeah, I'll be glad. I'll send it back to you as quick as you get it to me. I'll fill it out real good. For you. Okay.
9: All right, Casimoth, thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay. That
5: number okay. to call. Here your code code 39578 area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Now, she got one of them. And the one she got was really good. Job 38, 4 The angels are called the sons of God. Okay? Sons of God. Now, we know that angels were created beings. Okay? They were created by God. So, we can see then that here, at least for angels, the term sons of God has nothing to do with reproduction. Okay? Now, Regardless of what the Muslims think, our job is only to demonstrate to them what we believe based upon our text, upon the Bible. And so here we have it, where the angels are called the sons of God, and definitely, remember, they're spirit beings created by God, no sexual reproduction. It's not like Mormonism, where there, God was married to somebody, no, no. Uh, and they're called the sons of God. Now, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. This is one answer, and the answer she gave was excellent. This is good for angels. but What about when it comes to human beings? Can we find something similar concerning them? Uh, Who's the Bible scholar out there who can find where we can see the term Son of God uh, uh, being applied to human beings without there being any connotation of sex as well? Number to call. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Walsh. Uh do we have a caller? Jacqueline from Detroit, how are you doing?
3: Oh, I'm doing well and yourself.
5: Good, good. Looks like the women are taking over this afternoon.
3: Oh, Oh, okay, maybe we are. <laughs> maybe it's our day. <laughs> That's a good thing. Um, well, you know, now I'm I'm still on the one where you said about um, the begotten. And so I want to give the reference to John um fourteen, eleven where Jesus said, Believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Um, I, I, I'm taking it that begotten isn't like... As you say um born of man and woman, it's because Jesus and God are um well, if you look at um they they, they have they're mono they're one and the same
10: mm-hmm.
3: okay So, so so that was my Bible verse that I went to to try to um define and and Jesus is the only one that, I mean, even though he comes from the lineage of David, you know, through the lineage of David, but he and God still are um, wanting to say many mono, you know. And am I close?
5: Well, what happens is when you say that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, what they're saying is that, well, the way you get daughters or sons is through some kind of process of sexual reproduction. Okay? So... How do you well you know
3: let not to cut you off, but you know, begotten and begot means say for instance like if you say I wanna become more superior, you you you, begot, you 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 know, you begot just means to produce more. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have a sexual relationship.
5: Okay, I hear you, I hear you. Uh, And your uh, philosophical and theological uh, uh, foundation in terms of the statement you made is good. But see, what would really knock the ball out the park, just knock it out the park, would be to show a place where the term Son of God is used of humanity without there being any sex involved, okay? Where clearly uh, it's something used of man and sex is not involved at all and there is a passage in the scriptures that is very clear about that okay and I will give everybody in the listening audience okay but the, 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 this caller here who's done a good job for us by the way uh, I'm going to have to uh, let her go because she's given a really lot of clues but in other words this the book where this is found starts with an L that's all I'm telling you L as in loud and as in low <laughs> okay but sis, I thank you for your call. Thank you. You have any questions for me? Okay, looks like she's already uh, left. Number to call: area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. If there's any questions you have about the Word of God, then that's the number for you to call. Is area code eight six six 423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, uh, and as always, we do need donations to keep our program going, so we ask that you send those donations to PO Box 05877, that's PO Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, uh, 48205, and make out those checks to Bible Bootcamp Camp Ministries, we'd appreciate it very, very much. Well, Marcus, anyone else on the line? I said, anyone else on the line? Okay, all right. All right, the challenge we have, what does Son of God mean? How can you show it has nothing to do with sex? What does the Son of God mean? How can you show it has nothing to do with sex? Because in the biblical usage of it, it doesn't. But, of course, we have to let the Bible speak. The Muslims say that this term to say uh, that Jesus was begotten reduces God, I'm, I'm telling you, to an animalistic level. That's what they say. So we have to have a response to it, and it has to be a biblical response. So what would you say? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back.
0: This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute.
5: I've been calling Joe Biden the most pro-abortion president in American history. Lest you think that's only political hyperbole, here's proof. Only four months into Biden's presidency, He's already sent 20 times more tax dollars to the abortion industry than former President Barack Obama. The majority goes directly to pay for abortion. This obscene funding is aided by ending the Hyde Amendment. For decades, it prevented your tax dollars from funding abortion and is responsible for saving two and a half million lives. The deadly policy of dropping Hyde is what happens when extreme pro-abortion politicians control Congress and the White House. This is a tragic reminder that you and I must be mindful of who we vote for on Election Day. Please vote pro-life.
0: Like us on Facebook at Life Issues and stay informed. More informed than you've ever been.
1: At Faith Talk, our desire is for you to grow in the grace of God. I'm part of the saints. I'm part of the people of God. As God is using me, as I am committing myself to generosity and prayer, God is, is using this far beyond what we would ask or imagine. Listen to Unlimited Grace with Brian Chapel, weekday afternoons at 2 and again at 9.30, on Faith Talk 570 and 910, and online at Let'sTalkFaith.com.
8: Rejuvenate in Birmingham's favorite day spa spa mariana guests can enjoy an array of mind body and spirit treatments which include one-on-one meditation classes foot soak rituals healing beyond relaxation facials and their most popular massage by far the spa mariana signature massage Spa Mariana utilizes botanical-based products derived from Mother Nature herself, guaranteeing your skin and body will be glowing and nurtured. You can find a beautiful event space perfect for bridal and bachelorette parties or corporate events. Their couple retreats encompass many of their most popular experiences, which is accompanied with complimentary chocolate and champagne in their luxurious couple suite. Offering $25 off your first treatment of $100 or more, they welcome you to prepare for an extraordinary experience. Visit their website at Spamariana.com for more treatment details and reservation availability. Or you can call 248-792-2050.
5: That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Uh, welcome to the pro- program, if you're just tuning in. Uh, we're dealing with a, uh, a Muslim objection to Christianity in that uh, we call Jesus Christ, the Bible calls Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God. They say that that is wrong because uh, that it reduces uh, God. To or Allah, as they would say, to an animal level. We don't think so. Yeah? We're saying it has nothing to do at all with any kind of sexual activity uh, that took place between God and anyone. Okay? So but how do we show them that you can be a son of God and it has nothing to do with uh, reproduction? We're going to go to Janet in Detroit. Hello, Janet.
11: Hello, Pastor Moss. Can you hear me?
5: I sure can. You're coming in loud and clear.
11: Oh, okay, good. Well, I'm not sure if this is the passage you're looking for, but um, I immediately thought of uh, Luke chapter 1 when the angel Gabriel came to Mary to tell her that she would she was highly favored, uh, blessed are you among women, and she was troubled, and he said, Don't be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. This is in Luke chapter 1, starting in verse 26. Um, And then he says, Behold, you shall conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest. And then Mary goes on to say, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. And then he also talks about her relative Elizabeth conceived is uh is conceiving a son in her old age, uh she's in her sixth month, for which God nothing will be impossible.
5: Okay. So so what you're saying uh, here he doesn't
11: talk anything about the begotten, you know, begotting and begetting, but it, it says that, you know, the Holy Spirit will come upon her and and she talks about being a virgin and, you know, so I don't know if that's what you were looking for, but this referenced the
5: Son of God. I'll tell you what, that's one of them. And you did an excellent job here in uh, 35. And you're right. The angel answered and said unto her, the, Ho- the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And, of course, the Holy Spirit coming over her has nothing whatsoever to do with any kind of sexual reproduction. So you're definitely right. This is one of them. There's another one also that goes along with them and just kind of seals the deal. But you did an excellent job because this uh, here is uh, letting us know there's nothing in our Bible that talks about any kind of sexual relationship at all. And this is a um, uh, a good verse to do that. There's another one as well. But you got one of them, darling, doing a great job. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Very much. How are you doing? No, Tim? All right, Tim. All right. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. But there's another There's another verse. Uh, Janet gave us a great one. That's a great one. That's one that has to be on the list of verses to use in dealing with that. But still, there's another place in Luke where it kind of seals it. Right. Remember, what we're looking at is the fact that uh, son of God, where in Muslim theology, okay, Muslim theology affirms that if you say that Jesus is the Son of God, the only begotten Son of God, and the word only begotten in the Greek is from the Greek word monogenus, which means unique and one-of-a-kind Son. That's what it means in Greek. It still uh, doesn't have anything to do with sexual reproduction between uh, you know, uh, God and, uh, and, a, and a woman at all, okay? It's talking about a relationship actually there. But there is a place, another place in Luke that sealed the deal. And uh, let me give you a clue to it. Uh, it took uh, uh, Luke a lot of work <laughs> to arrive at his conclusion. Now, that's the only clue I'll give you to this uh, particular chapter. Uh, but once you see it, you recognize that it uh, demonstratively. Uh, conclusively seems to indicate uh, for sure that uh, the the Muslims are wrong. That definitely there's no connotation at all in the scriptures that the Son of God uh, definitely results from uh, something that means a sexual relationship. But we must let the Bible speak. And by the way, any questions you have, anything that's on your mind, this is the Bible Talk program. It is your program, not mine. You support it. Okay, so therefore you have a right to ask any questions you want about the Word of God, and uh, definitely I want to tell you about something that's coming. It's around the corner. Might seem a little ways off, but it's it's pretty quick. Time goes fast, especially if you're my age. <laughs> but we're talking about our spiritual warfare conference, okay? Bec- called Apologetics Bootcamp. That's what the name of it's going to be, Apologetics Bootcamp. And I'm asking all my radio listeners to get ready for it. It's going to be in August. Okay? I can't tell you details now because we haven't worked all the details out. I know that it's going to be um, early, uh, about 10-ish, 10 a.m. Uh, there will be a lunch break and, uh, and all of that, hopefully. But we're going to be dealing with uh, apologetic boot camp, preparing people to be soldiers of the Bible where they can defend the faith against those that attack it. And that's what it's about. And you don't want to miss this first session. It will be teaching involved, but also you'll be able, some of you have never uh, uh, met me, will be able to meet me. I'd be glad to meet you. All of you radio listeners, we want you to come and be a part of it, and we'll tell you about it uh, more as we go along. But it's going to be in August, uh, and it's called Apologetic Boot Camp. Okay, um, and uh, We'll give you information and uh, then tell you when you can start registering for it. It should be uh, something that could be very, uh, very beneficial to you. Uh, and uh, whatever ministry you're in, uh, whatever church you attend, hopefully this learning can be something that turns around and is a blessing. All right. Number to call? Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Any question you have about the Word of God is welcome here. The one on the table. Someplace else. Already we've got it. It's going to be in Luke. We've already had some key evidence from Luke that uh, seems to shatter that whole uh, Islamic idea that uh, somehow we are saying, which we never have said and then never have ascertained, and that is that God had some kind of sexual relationship uh, with Mary just because the term "begot" is used, in this sense, it has nothing to do with sex. It's talking about his relationship with, um, between father and son. Okay? But there is this chapter where Luke spent a lot of time and arrived at a fantastic conclusion which absolutely demolishes the whole idea that it was some kind of a sexual relationship involved uh, at all. All right. So if you think you've got it, give us a call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Also, any question you have about the Word of God, you can ask it here doesn't have to be on my topic. It can be off topic, because whenever we're talking about the Bible, we're doing what we're supposed to do. Name of the program, Bible Talk. And do remember that on uh, Tuesday, we have our prophecy class. For that one, you have to log on to strictlybiblical.org. I'd say at about 1045, and join a number of other students where we're studying biblical prophecy. And that's what we do every Tuesday from 11 until 1230. And we encourage you and invite you to be a part of that as well, okay, and understand that our church is open for business on Sundays, Sundays uh, at 11 o'clock, our 11 o'clock service is, uh, is going on and uh, so we ask that you can, you can come to that and uh, we meet for about an hour and a half, bring your Bibles, we're going into the Word of God and friends, nothing gets better than uh, going into the Word of God together, so we just look forward to you being there. And if you want to support this radio outreach, and we need your support, okay, if you, if you like talking about the Bible, uh, you appreciate what's being done uh, here on this particular program, then what you can do is send those donations to P.O. Box. That's P.O. Box 05877, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan 48205. Once again, P.O. Box 05877, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Going to take a break. Be right back.
10: If you're
7: in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher.
2: This is
1: Dennis Prager inviting you to join Mike Gallagher and me in Israel. Salem Media Group in partnership with Inspiration Cruises and Tours is headed back to the Holy Land this October for a 10-day trip to give you unprecedented access and views of a world you've likely only read or heard about. This is your opportunity to finally visit Israel. Register today, worry-free, until July 6th with no cancellation fee at StandWithIsraelTour.com.
8: Download the free Radio.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQB FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Anytime, anywhere, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on Radio.com today.
5: Oh, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, they be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, great to have been with you uh, tonight, look forward to being with you uh, t- uh, tomorrow as well, here on the Bible Talk uh, program. Uh, always remember uh, to uh, uh, be here so that we can discuss the Bible, discuss the Word of God, and to deal with uh, Bible difficulties that sometimes present themselves uh, from the kingdom of the cults, uh, Well, definitely, Jesus is the Son of God, but it has nothing to do with him being produced by a sexual relationship between uh, God, the Father, and the Virgin Mary. No. Uh, the scriptures we went over uh, do very well at that and prove it conclusively. However, Luke in chapter 3, The genealogy of Jesus makes it clear. Luke does such a good job. No wonder he was a physician, because you can see the details that he has in this genealogy is something. Now, I can't read the whole thing, because, I mean, he goes all the way back, all right, in dealing with it, uh, uh, and even uh, talks about, oh, some some ancients. Let's work our way down here and see what he winds up with okay? in this genealogy, uh, the genealogy of Jesus, right? Uh, because he just starts it out saying in verse twenty-three, and Jesus himself began to be about thirty years of age, being as it was supposed the son of Joseph, which was the son of Heli. Now we know he wasn't the son of Joseph physically, right? We know about because it was a virgin birth. However, he continues to go. I mean, a long genealogy. Okay, and I'm going to catch up here, missing a lot of it at about verse. Uh, take you down to about verse thirty-four, where he goes, and he's just giving this genealogy. Which was the son of Jacob, which was the son of Isaac, which was the son of Abraham, which was the son of Tara, which was the son of Nahor? which was the son of Shureth, which was the son of Ruha, which was the son of Pelek, which was the son Heber, which was the son Salah, or I'm glad I'm not a writer of genealogies in the Bible. Verse thirty six, three and thirty six, which was the son of Canaan, which was the son of Az which was the son of Shem which was the son of Noah, which was the son of Lemish, Okay, Now we're getting into some names that are familiar pretty soon. We're going to get to one that's real familiar, where it says in verse 37, this is Luke three thirty-seven. which was the son of Methuselah, which was the son of Enoch, Okay, the one who was raptured up, we could say, or translated, which was the son of Jard, which was the son of Melaleel, which was the son of Canaan, which was the son of Enos. Get ready, here it comes, verse 38, Luke 3 and 38 which was the son of Enos, which was the son of Seth, which was the son of Adam, which was the son of God. Adam, in Luke chapter 3 and verse 38, is called the son of God. And him being the son of God, just like with the angels, who were called sons of God in Job, had nothing at all to do with any kind of reproductive process. He, Adam, was the son of God, by virtue of him just being created by God. That's all. God created him, okay, from the earth, okay? Uh, So, therefore, therefore, the term son of God does not necessarily have anything to do with reproduction or sexual, uh, sexual, uh, sex in any way, okay? Because that can just merely be a term that is affixed to describe those who are created by God or... Jesus, who wasn't created, but always has been, but has the Father-Son relationship with his Father. Okay? Always there with him in the beginning. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But in the Bible, conclusively, we can assert that Son of God is not an, an automatically a term that has anything to do with any kind of sexual reproductive process. Not when it's used by God in this sense. Okay? So we see that. A lot of other good evidence is here, but this is the kind of stuff you need when you talk to Muslims, trying to let them know what you believe. Okay? Now, that's the important thing, so at least that they uh, can recognize that what they have been told that you believe you don't believe, and then especially when you can back it up in the Bible. All right. Appreciate all of you for being here today. Thank you for all the callers. We're going to continue with more. If you like Bible talk and Bible stuff, this is the program for you. Until then, keep reading your Bibles, support us if you can, and we'll see you next time.
10: Am I more than just the sum of every high and every low? Remind me once again just who I am because I need.
6: If you have more than $10,000 in the bank and you don't.
5: Sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Insurance.